It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ladies and gentlemen, I have run out of superlatives to announce this man's going through the door with his great big musty dusty old book and his glasses on the rim of his nose as he sits down in a great big uh, down-filled chair to relate to us happenstances of history. And he is known as Dr. History. Good morning, Zeb. You still have a few good ones. <laughs> yeah, but they're getting fewer and far between. <laughs> well, you're creative. <laughs> I try to be. How are you, my dear friend? I'm doing great. Just enjoying the Olympics a little bit, and yeah. What you know? Speaking of the Olympics, real quick, what is your favorite events, plural, in the Olympics? Well, I'm a. Ba- I love basketball, so I love watching basketball. Um, I wish I could watch more of the equestrian stuff, but I I just can't seem to find it. See, now, I announced the equestrian at the 96 Olympics in Atlanta, Georgia, and uh, it was the highlight of my entire career. I, I would love to watch more of that, but like I said, I guess maybe it's not as popular and... They just don't show much of that, or I'm just not looking in the right place. Well, ABC and the powers that be, or pardon me, NBC and the powers that be, uh, I think they pick and choose what the overall numbers reflect are more interested in, be it the swimming, be it the track and field, be it whatever. Uh, I know that we'll see the basketball. And speaking of the basketball, I'll just make you a little wager here real quick. I think that because of that so-called spat between uh, Michael Jordan and uh, Kobe Bryant, the past great team, the dream team, and now the so-called dream team of today, I think that they're going to absolutely go undefeated and take the gold with no problem whatsoever. I don't see anybody standing in their way. I don't either. No, not really. The only group that can trip them up is themselves. Yeah, and the games, the game I saw first, they seem to be pretty unselfish. Uh, for the most part. And if they'll stick to that, I think they'll do all right. I do too. Now, that leads us up to a history lesson today. Let me get my marker here and tap on the desk. Okay, Professor, you are now teaching. All righty. I do some famous and some not-so-famous, and this one is a not-so-famous. Oh, my goodness. We're going to talk about a lady that opened up a... Never mind. We're going to go ahead. (laughs) No. No women involved. Okay. (laughs) This is about some escaped convicts. Oh. Uh, September 17th, 1871, there was a massive prison break at the Nevada State Prison outside Carson City. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, plans for the escape were first hatched uh, September 3rd, and for the next two weeks, the breaking out was kind of a constant topic among the inmates. Uh, The question of leadership was discussed among the prisoners. Uh, Jack Davis, this is not Diamondfield Jack that we know of here, but he was a train robber, and he was considered for being the uh, leader of this bunch, but some didn't particularly like him because he had... uh, 
uh, been uh, turned state's evidence against some other guys at one time previously. They didn't particularly want him. Mm-hmm. There was a guy named Morton, and he was convicted of robbery in Elko County, and he had received a 30-year sentence. I think they were sometimes a little tougher back then. Well, I guess. Uh, yeah, but uh, 30-year sentence. But Morton and a fellow prisoner named Frank Clifford, uh, they worked up the plan for the break, and they figured it all out. And on Sunday, September 10th, the preparations started. Uh, The ceiling was cut away to allow access to a crawl space, and a portion of the wall above this was dug out. The ceiling was replaced so uh, so the guards wouldn't detect the escape route. So they had, had things worked out pretty well. Uh, so a week later, Sunday, September 7th, everything was ready. They were completed. There were 14 prisoners that were posted to watch over the, the room of the deputy warden. There were others that were positioned between the ceiling and the roof to pass the signal on to the 14 prisoners. And uh, when, unfortunately, the captain of the guard, his name is Rollins, he entered the cell rooms about 6 p.m. to lock down for the evening. Well, he was knocked out, and the other prisoners would have killed him, except there was a, another prisoner that uh, stopped them and, and drug him into a cell so that they wouldn't kill this, this guard. I see. So anyway, the guards outside, they didn't know what was happening. Uh, they didn't know about the attack on Rollins, and they didn't know that, obviously, that a break was underway. Well, the prisoners climbed to the top of the upper tier of cells. They cut a passage into the quarters of the prison warden. Uh, so evidently the prison warden actually lived uh, there at the prison. His name was Frank Denver. Mm-hmm. Now, each convict was armed with a slingshot and or a crudely fa- fashioned knife. I see. Now, slingshots wouldn't do a lot against a gun, but, you know, they did what they could. Uh, they rushed into the warden's quarters, and there they were met by, by the warden, and he had a gun. And he started firing at them because his wife and daughter happened to be visiting right then. Well, the prisoners overpowered uh, Denver, the warden, and he was severely wounded, but uh, they didn't kill him. And so now the prisoners fled down some stairs to the prison armory. And here they got themselves outfitted with weapons, ammunition, some clothes. Okay, so now they've got guns. And they charged out of the main building into the yard and began firing at every guard or whatever they could see. And nearly every guard and several of the prisoners were wounded. Mm. And many of them pretty seriously, Mm -hmm. some of the guards anyway. But anyway, once outside the prison walls, there was 22 of the escapees that marched uh, eastward and two guys went west and five went uh, I don't know south or north another direction but anyway this larger party of 22 they soon divided up some going alone and others kind of breaking off into groups Uh, one of these groups was comprised of four guys and that's who I'm going to kind of center this about okay Uh, the leader was a guy named Morton they had a guy named Moses Black Charles Jones and J.B. Roberts now, these guys were, these were rough characters. I mean, they'd been convicted of some pretty bad things, robbery, grand larceny, all kinds of things, and they were desperate, dangerous men. And, uh, you know, once outside the prison walls, they 
decided that this Jones guy would be the best qualified to lead them, and he also knew the area that they were going to. So he took charge of the command, and they headed towards a place called Round Valley. Now, I looked on a map, and I couldn't see that. Are you familiar with that? I, I wonder if that's down there by, um, oh, my gosh, there's a truck stop down there. At Round Mountain, um, Nevada, is that in that area? Uh, you know, I'm not sure. I tried to find this, but it says they went east out of Carson City, so... Uh, I bet it is. Sure. I bet it is. Yeah, go ahead. That's great. I think it is. Okay. So anyway, on Wednesday, September 20th, uh, four of these converts from this Jones group passed inside of Aurora, Nevada. Now, okay. I don't know if you know where that is. Okay. Yeah, I, I uh, think we're in the right area. Go ahead. Okay. But it was, it was soon learned that these four men had captured a Pony Express rider named Billy Poor. And it, believed, it was believed that they had taken him hostage. And a posse consisting of uh, a deputy sheriff, which was actually Billy's brother, and half a dozen other citizens started out in pursuit, and they eventually struck onto the trail. Now, as they were going along the trail, they found one of uh, Billy's gloves, and then another glove, and then they found part of his shirt, and then they found his boot tracks, and it was hopeful that he was still alive and could be saved, but unfortunately, 24-year-old Billy had already been killed. Mm. Now... It was Jones, uh, who was responsible for capturing the Pony Express rider at gunpoint, ordered him to dismount, and uh, two of the men, Morton and Jones, uh, they escorted Billy about 200 yards from the road. They uh, kind of held him up on each side, and they ordered Billy to take his clothes off, uh, and they gave him a prison shirt, and when Billy pulled the shirt over his head, he was somewhat... Uh, he thought this was okay, they were going to get him close to keep him warm, but as his head came through the neck hole, he found himself looking into the muzzle of a six-shooter, and unfortunately in a minute, poor Billy was dead, And uh, but they took his clothing and uh, trying to get out of their prison garb, I guess. But unaware of Billy's murder, the posse continued to track these guys. Now, Mono Jim was an Indian tracker with the posse, and he let them know that where the convicts were camped, some five miles away. Well, the pursuers were fatigued, they were tired, uh, and their horses were spent. They didn't have uh, a lot to go on, so the deputy leading the posse, he sent a note to another sheriff, a deputy sheriff, and he basically said, uh, in his note, he said, four or five escaped convicts from the Nevada State Prison are now concealed in the hills back of this place, and they are undoubtedly striking for Long Valley. If you can raise a posse and go there, you will surely intercept them. I think they will travel tonight. We have tracked them beyond a doubt to this place. They have, I think, four animals, which must be nearly given out. They have taken them with them, uh, Billy Poor, the pony rider, for their own protection. Should you go, be careful not to injure him. My men are very much fatigued and some taken sick, or I would be riding tonight. There is a reward, $500 for each, dead or alive. Send me an answer immediately, as I expect to start early in the morning. If you think it more advisable to join me here, use your own discretion. But if you do anything, not a moment is to be lost. Right. So that was the note that was sent. And uh, so as soon as that deputy got the news, he got a couple of men and began to organize a, a new posse, a fresh group of guys.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And they gathered all the ammunition and the guns and one thing or another that they could get. Well, they uh, joined up uh, with this, the two groups joined together. And uh, at about uh, a place called Hot Springs, and again, I'm not sure where that is either, uh, the posse started up this canyon, and after going about two miles, they found the trail of the escaped convicts. And they followed it about 18 miles south into this place called Long Valley. Mm-hmm. And here they finally caught sight of the uh, convicts. Oh. Well, night was coming on, and uh, so the, the posses uh, went to a ranch nearby and stayed for the night. And the next morning they were up and chasing the convicts. And uh, evidently they, these guys were uh, partly on foot, too. But uh, anyway, the three of the convicts retreated, and they hid behind a big tree. Uh, they started firing at the posse. Well, the posse started firing back, and four of the posse's horses were hit. And so the posse fell back to some willows for shelter, and, and they shot back and forth for about 20 minutes. And meanwhile, the convicts were working their way, up this, were their way up this canyon, and they were able to hide in some willows. And at the top, they finally stopped for rest. Well, the posse followed in pursuit, uh, and Morton, one of the convicts, he came around uh, in another way and he caught Mono Jim, the posse's Indian guide, who was actually holding a couple of horses. Well, Morton fired two shots and killed Mono Jim Mm. right there. Mm -hmm. Well, Morton took the two horses, he continued up the canyon, and at that point, uh, the posse kind of retreated. And anyway, the deputy and his men, they buried Mono Jim uh, right there on the spot. Now, at this point, this posse kind of, I don't know what happened, they kind of gave up, I guess. So, Wait a minute. Anyway, there, there's all these posse... Just a minute. I got a question for you. There's all these posse members. It sounds like it was a pretty good-sized posse. And there's, what, five outlaws and the posse oh, gave up? Four. Yeah. Holy cow. I, and I don't... That doesn't quite make sense to me, but... Uh, I guess they just didn't want to be shot at because, you know, most of them were volunteers. Yeah, they must have been uh, members of the Obama administration. (laughs) They were volunteers. This is getting too hot. So, uh, anyway, a new party headed by volunteer farmers uh, started out after these murderers. And this addition, well, actually, maybe they just joined with the others because it says it was an additional posse. And it was assembled from local residents. And and they were kind of operating independent of these first guys. I see. Uh, but they tracked the fugitives into a rough canyon into the Sierra Nevadas, and they just kept going and chased them so hard that uh, the convicts were, eventually they shot a horse that was too tired, and they lost another one over a cliff. And uh, Anyway, this particular posse, they'd gone from Sunday till Tuesday night without anything to eat, mm. and finally word was sent that uh, they had cornered the fugitives, in a canyon. Well, uh, a man was dispatched to a camp called Camp Independence where there was a major Egbert and he selected five of his best men and they had rifles and some citizens joined them and anyway, four officers with a Mexican guide and a party of Indian trackers, they succeeded in capturing this Morton guy and Moses Black. I see. 
Well, there was a brief exchange of gunfire between the fugitives, but they dropped their weapons, raised their hands, and uh, when they raised their hands, one of the Indians kind of mistook this for a, an act of aggression, and so he shot and hit Black right in the head and uh, went through his skull and passed out the other side, but it didn't kill him. Oh, you got to be kidding me. No, so here's this uh, guy, uh, Morton and Black, and Black's got a bullet through his head, and he's still alive. Oh, my goodness. So, but anyway, these two guys were taken to a house, put in custody, and, and they told where one of the other guys was that he was badly wounded. So the officers uh, went after him, and they pursued him for two days and, until they got him. But this Morton Black, uh, after a while, uh, Black, when they got back, Black had died. You know, I mean, I mean, you know, a bullet through the head not too good of a prognosis. Gee, Doc, and, that is really a great observation on your part. <laughs> my, my medical training comes in good. Sometimes. I can't imagine. You know, most people wouldn't have picked up on that, but you hit it right on the head. <laughs> well, anyway, so they were digging one grave for, for the guy that had the bullet through his head, and they decided, you know, as long as we're digging one grave, we just well dig another one. So they took Morton out to a tree and hung the guy. Oh, my goodness. But, you know, he killed... Uh, several people and the reward that was on him was so small that they decided that it really wasn't worth it yeah so they just hung the guy so anyway by november of 1871 18 of the convicts had been captured and returned to prison prison um 10 of the escaped prisoners were never seen or heard in uh, again really 10 got away scot-free huh yeah yep holy cow so now, anyway. and some of them uh, moved into this area, and uh, one of them is a uh, great-great-grandfather of yours that started a chiropractor business. <laughs> That's right. You learn, uh, stay away from guns. Don't get shot in the head. <laughs> but really, uh, you know, did they ever find out the names and possibly uh, family affiliations that might have been traced back to these guys? Well, they, they knew all the names of the guys, and... You know, I, I I wonder if maybe some of the guys that escaped weren't necessarily uh, very bad criminals, and so they figured, yeah, we'll just let them go. Mm. Or, or not really let them go, but, you know, it was only a $500 reward, and so it really wasn't worth uh, a bounty hunter to, to take off after them. You know, here's what's interesting, though, uh, and I want to get your response on this. You said that uh, these five left in a group, and then you noted the fact that there was a very skilled Indian tracker. Now, doesn't it make sense to you that it would have been better for all parties concerned, every man for himself, and scatter in different directions instead of go as a group? Well, that would be my thinking, yeah. Because when you're with a group, you're going to leave, leave obviously a bigger trail. Absolutely. So. And going single, uh, they probably had a better chance of getting here. I'm taking the side of the bad guy, and I don't mean to. But, you know, they made it yeah. absolutely kind of uh, obvious and, and uh, easier for the posse to trail them. Yeah. Well, the title of this book, part of it, it says, Bungled, Bizarre, and Fascinating Executions. <laughs> wow. So this was... Somewhat bungled. Somewhat bungled. The guy gets shot through the head, doesn't die immediately, but they go ahead and yeah. dig two graves anyway and hang the other guy. I mean, come on now. Really, though, when you think about it, uh, getting out of a major prison like that, that was quite a feat in itself, wasn't it? Oh, sure. Yeah, it's, uh, I think it was, it was the Nevada State 10. Yeah, so. yeah. Hey, you know, I sent you a poem last week. Yes. Did you want... 
I mean, uh, I don't know if you wanted that or not. You know, I appreciate that, and I don't have it right here on my desk, and I can't get up and go get it. If you have a copy, and it won't take you more than three minutes to read through it, I'd love to have you do it on the program. I could do it right now. All right, well, why don't you just go ahead? I don't think, according to my memory, it should take more than three minutes, so I'll turn it over to you. Go ahead. It's not that long. All right, go ahead. And remember, I'm just an amateur poet. Oh, that's all right. Go right ahead. It's called Ode to My Countrymen. There once was a man named Obama. We were pretty sure that he had a mama. But we're a little bit forlorn because we're not sure where he was born. He emerged from the Windy City, now lives in the big house in D.C., the big concern that causes us to fret is the huge growth in the national debt. No doubt this man knows how to spend, but when and where will this ever end? Nancy and Joe are there in the mix. This country they claim they know how to fix. This man he needs but four years more. Are we willing to gamble for what's in store? He talks to leaders over the seas, but I don't want to speak Russian or Chinese. If founding fathers were alive today, they'd be shocked at what politicians say. The Constitution needs brought back. Give politicians little or no slack. Let's tell them they have no choice. They better listen to the people's voice. This great land is blessed from above. This United States is the place I love. When I see the flag, you know I'll stand. And over my heart, you'll see my hand. And of course, one thing is a must. Always remember, in God we trust. Absolutely. Very well done by a dear friend, and that's Dr. History, yeah, better known as Dr. Ken Turner. And I, and I uh, started waxing poetic, you know. <laughs> Well, I tell you what, it is absolutely a very good poem. I appreciate you doing it on the air. And uh, there's one thing I want to remind you of on this last day of July, the uh, 31st. We are just literally a couple of weeks away from the Cache County Fair and Pro Rodeo. And that means that I personally am only a couple of weeks away from sinking my grinners into a maple bar covered with bacon. I just want to remind you of that oh yes uh, well it's become a tradition now i mean i can't stop now no no so, nor would i let you <laughs> <laughs> and i noticed last year i took them to you about a half an hour before the rodeo started and about 10 minutes later you said uh, we're done yeah i, I wanted so to be I, I wanted to be very emphatic that gee doc don't be so cheap send up two boxes <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, maybe we'll get two, two, two packages of bacon this time. All right. Hey, listen, Doc, God bless you. Thank you for your wonderful poem and uh, the story about the escaped convicts uh, in the Old West. And I'm sure, with that being said, that you have a little preview of what we're going to hear next week. Go ahead. Well, I, I actually am looking at a, a story about a very brave Indian that... Uh, uh, I may just use that next week. It's it's a pretty kind of an interesting one that I've got. All right, we'll look so, forward to it. And in your real life, so. in your real life, he's one of the great chiropractors in our area, Dr. Ken Turner. God bless you, sir, and thank you for being on the program. You bet. Have a good day, sir. You bet. Thank you much. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires.
Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.